Hello, welcome to another episode of the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. My name is Russ Frustick, and I'm joined by Allegra Frank. Hey, Allegra. Hey, Russ. <laughs> Gee whiz. Uh, we have another very special guest, as Chris is still on paternity leave, but that is okay. I'd call this a win. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We have uh, Daniela Go... Uh, sh- I was going to screw up your name. Galarza? Yeah, that's Got right. it. Crushed it. Uh, senior editor from Eater. Um, and uh, we we set a challenge out to our friends at Eater mm-hmm. um, because when we think of fun, obviously food is fun. Eating is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't think like games per se. We don't think, you know, activities. But I consider eating a fun activity. Yeah. Right? Especially like sweets. Especially yeah. like little treats that you can have. I feel like ice cream is practically a toy. It's the epitome of fun, <laughs> yeah. ice cream. But we're not here to talk about ice cream, are we? No. Are, what are we here to talk we're about? We're here to talk about Oreo cookies. And I'm just going to have you speak right into that mic. <sighs> Sorry. You we're... can move it. It's okay. <laughs> we're here to talk about Oreo cookies. Oreo cookies. Um, how do you feel, like about Oreo cookies? I love them. Okay, this is good. We're going to create conflict. <laughs> I don't... What? Wow. So some of it is because I'm lactose intolerant, so that's uh... part of it. I can't eat them because they make me sick. <laughs> but also, I don't think I can eat more than one even if I wasn't lactose intolerant before getting sick because they're so sweet. They oh, are really God. sweet. But so where do you come down on chocolate chip cookies? I like them, but but there's a variance, right? Like yeah. like if it's too buttery, too sugary, it might be too much. Oreo, obviously the set ingredients of a standard Oreo cookie, you know what to expect. Like if you said Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookie, I know how I feel about that. <laughs> Probably not super great because they're kind of gross. So what I'd say to that is I think I think we were talking earlier. I think yeah. the Oreo cookie is actually more American at this point than the chocolate chip cookie. I think that's probably true, yeah. Because they're so widely available, they're consistent. Yeah. You know, there's only one Oreo, um, although we'll get to more on that yes. later. And, yeah, the chocolate chip cookie comes in so many different variations. Yeah. Everybody wants the one that their mother or their grandmother made. They're never the same. There's a lot of debates. Good. That's so a pretty Russ, good chocolate You're basically chip. saying you don't like America if you don't like Oreos. <laughs> Just saying. I feel bad now. You should. Not that bad, but I feel bad. <laughs> My mission is to convince you to eat more Oreos. Okay, good. Excellent. So where did this come about? How, how, where did they originate? So Oreo cookies have an interesting origin story in that the... An Oreo... I was just thinking that. I didn't say it. <laughs> they didn't... Yeah, Oreo didn't invent that chocolate wafer sandwich cookie. I think I know who invented it. Hydra. Right. Everyone, they are the gimbals of this situation. You had, was it Macy's and Gimbals? Gimbals is gone. They are. They're Macy's. the, wait, who, who are the, who are the guys? The Winklevoss. They're the Winklevoss. Right. Brothers. The four Winklevoss. <laughs> Hydrox is the Winklevoss. But Hydrox still exists, right? It still exists. Right. They're just not as successful. No, no one likes them. No one likes them. I mean, there are, they're like little fan groups. And certainly on Reddit, there are people that are like, no, I'm, you know, I'm Hydrox fan, diehard Hydrox yeah, fan. Like but, the Red Vine people. Come on. Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact, the um the Oreo cookie was invented inside Chelsea Market here in New York. Whoa. Yeah, that used to be the original Nabisco factory. Oh Whoa. my gosh. But this is after so but Hydrox had already made it. Hydrox had made it in a different city. Right. Um the Oreo itself was invented in Seems New York. Seems to say invented though at that point. Like <laughs> right, they bit the, the whole The Hydrox, Hydrox was ripped off in Chelsea yeah. Market. That's, right? that, that okay, point? that's fair. That's fair. fair <laughs> sure. <point>. So <laughs> Okay, so uh, Hydrox was first. Was that were they successful? Like, was it a hit? 
It wasn't. I think Oreo came in and had more money and had more marketing yeah. power. Yeah. And they still do, obviously. Yeah. Was yeah. that because Nabisco was like a big deal? or Yeah. Nabisco was already successful. They yeah. already had a number of wins under their belt. And um, this was a way for them to market to a slightly different audience. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Oreo invented in Chelsea Market. I guess. <laughs> You're like <gasps> doubtful. Originally just called um, the Oreo Biscuit. Oh, Eventually wait. that name. Yeah. It was just called the it's Oreo Biscuit. It's two biscuits though. They still, they called it the Oreo Biscuit, but they, real, <laughs> they realized they were not selling it well. They changed the name to the Oreo Sandwich in 1921. Uh, that's there better. More descriptive. I like that. In 1937, they changed it to Oreo Cream Sandwich. And cream is spelled creme, like C-R-E-M-E. Oh, They've always, I think Nabisco has always owned that spelling. It's yeah. like, French, but without the accent, they've like they've created like a new thing where the word cream, I think, for Americans and for most people in the English language means like actual dairy cream. Sure. Whereas creme is this like maybe probably white creamy filling that yeah. doesn't Hard. have any actual cream in it. Yeah. I like that it sounds fancy but not too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've stripped the fancy away. Do they know who created it? Like the person that originally created the Oreo cookie? If they do, they don't say it. Oh. It's not it's not totally Again, probably because it's a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um let's see what else. I mean other like other big milestones for them are that in nineteen seventy four the double stuff was invented. That was a big deal. Very big that deal. Was. And it, it seems crazy to me that it took them sixty years to be like, a little more cream, guys. <laughs> Let's add a little bit more. Because like, okay, so I feel like a lot of people, and I'm curious where you guys land on this, a lot of people prefer the the creme, the cream over the cookies. Yes. So yeah, like when did they kind of pick up on the fact that like, oh, maybe people are actually like twisting off the that top. Twi- so so actually I have to back up that twist actually came about in nineteen twenty three. They started marketing the twist. Wow. wow. So they knew for a good fifty years that people were obsessed with the creme cream and were twisting it off, eating like, you know, taking some of that off and, with their teeth and then putting it back together and dipping. I think I like the cookies better. I like the cookies better, right? too. It's a really great way for cookies. It is. It's very good. Like a lot of pastry chefs today try to replicate that exact texture, and it's hard to get that in a home kitchen. Why? Because when you're baking it, like they're baking it on molds so that it gets that sure. impression on the outside. And that also helps with the wafer like texture, with getting it really crisp. Like it dries out in the oven a little bit more because it's got those... Um, it's got a lot more airflow. Oh, interesting. And when you're baking at home, you're probably just rolling it flat, yeah. and then you're getting this solid disc that's a little bit more like what's inside of a Thin Mint. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen some great recipes where they use rolling pins that have, like, impressions on it so that it makes little indentations, and that way when you bake it, it does get that airflow and you get that super crisp cookie. That's really interesting because, hmm. like, I always, like, the pattern, the like, the detailing on the Oreo is, like, surprisingly for something that's mass market like approved detailed. Yeah. yeah. And I never thought it would improve the taste as well, but yeah. Yeah, the texture is so much part of it is like getting that crunch and then getting to the soft center and then getting to the other side mm. of the crunch, I think. Which people that split it apart don't ever experience. Exactly. They're missing out. Exactly. <laughs> Disgusting. I wish I had brought Oreos to this. Me too. We could have we could have done like the sound yeah. Um, let's see what else. 1991, we got mini Oreos. Oh, you guys, I love do you remember those? mini Oreos. They see, are you can eat those. So that's what happened. Why? Because they're lactose intolerant? No, free? just because they're, no, they're, they're little. Smaller. They're little. Like I think the ratio is right. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is the, the issue that I have with the big ones is that there's too much cream to cookie, whereas I prefer 
yeah, more cookie to cream, and you get that ratio with Oreo cookies. Mm. And they have those great bags that you can reseal. Mm-hmm. It seems like we're promoting Oreo. <laughs> but honestly, like, when they do it right, Mazel tov, Like, well done. This is not a sponsor. <laughs> I wish. It's really it's not. It's not sponsor this. Um, yeah, they're, I, I always thought of them as, like, a cereal replacement, the mini ones. Yeah. <laughs> you can I think that's fair. Well, they've, they've made cookie crisp is, like, effectively the same thing. Yeah. And there's also, isn't there an Oreo cereal, too? There is an Oreo cereal. Yeah. And there's an Oreo Cheerios cereal. Like, oh, there's been God. a few different renditions of that. Cheerios. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we have to say, like, we've tasted them all at Eater, and I think we have to say we, like, the, like the classic Oreo better than this year. Yeah, I feel I know that they've really gone off the rails in terms of the flavors. Yeah. Most of the which I think are just for the memes. Like I don't think anyone is actually wanting to eat a Swedish fish Oreo, for oh, example. Yeah. No. So yeah, like Oreo um for a while was just churning out the classic flavors. Then they do maybe one for Halloween, one for Christmas, like a minter wind. Yeah. Uh, a winter mint, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, 2015, 2016, they started going crazy with these flavors, yet to capture that social media audience. Mm-hmm. And they got it got so bad for a while that there were these fake Instagram accounts that would pop up and say, like, you know, they'd, they'd Photoshop something on an Oreo wrapper and say, like, this is the next new flavor, fried chicken and waffles. And it's like, mm-hmm. no. first of all, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Secondly, it no. kind of does. I've, I don't I've, want that in a cookie. I don't want a fried chicken cookie. I love fried chicken and waffles, so I, I would just try it. <laughs> but I do like that there's fake cookie news. Like we hear about fake news all the time, but there's now fake cookie there's news. There's fake cookie news. Did that come from Russia? Thing. Did we confirm that? We have not confirmed. We'll get to the bottom of it, though. Okay, very important. <laughs> I, I do want to go back to double stuff Oreo. Okay. There has been some controversy because it is not, in fact, Double stuff. That's true. If you weigh it or by volume, it's not exactly double. Um, They went through a few variations on that. I think that people fought it and they came back and were basically like, this is a this is the ratio that our testers liked. Like they had like all these people come in and test them out. And I think the actual double stuff was just too big. So can I sue them over that? say on the package it's it is. double. It's false. It's false advertising. I think it's only like 60% increased. Like it's not even close to double. Mm. I wonder if anyone sued them. You know, I don't I don't know offhand if anyone has sued them, but they could put double in quotes maybe and that would solve the problem. It's probably a tiny <laughs> asterisk there that we just like haven't. There probably that. isn't. Also, they don't spell stuff the same way. Like is that it? Double. Ooh. They so, spell S T U F. Maybe we don't know what the stuff actually is referring to. What is going on with their copy desk? <laughs> Nabisco. <laughs> they like, make some very interesting choices. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I want to go way back. Oh boy. Way way back. So, what is Oreo? Like oh yeah. that is a nonsense. We word. just jumped right ahead. <laughs> We're just all. Do you know the origins facts. of the name? <laughs> the origins of the name. Boy, I guess maybe I'm not prepared. No, that's okay. <laughs> or uh, as uh, if I were to guess. Oriole, like the bird? Are they colored like that? Oh, that makes sense. No. <laughs> aren't, aren't, They're uh, like black and orange. Oh, orange, yeah. I think they have yeah. some white in them, too. Yeah, but looking at the baseball So it's like the team. Halloween one. Oh, <laughs> did you say looking at the baseball team? The Baltimore Orioles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, Ori- the Baltimore Oreos. I'm They're black always, and orange. I'm always going to think of them as the Baltimore Oreos now. <laughs> Because I remember as a kid, yeah. the um, I don't know if this is still the slogan or whatever, the commercials would be like, O-R-E-O. Mm-hmm. And so I always 
pronounce it Ario. Ario? I thought they were saying, oh, comma, Ario. But so, they were spelling it. So, like, it's just a nonsense word. I never, like, I never yeah, to pronounce it. Well, hydrox isn't a word either. <laughs> hydrox at least sounds, like, tangential to a word. It, it sounds the least like the thing that it is <laughs> of anything on the planet, I would say. It sounds like a water pipe, like, fitting. It doesn't sound like a thing you want to put in your mouth. No. It doesn't sound like a cookie. But for some reason, Oreo does. And I just am like, what is that? Like, yeah, why it's is very, that? very odd. Yeah. So apparently... There is there's a lot of debate on where the name came from, and and some people think that it's because the original packaging was gold, and in French, like or or means gold. Um, There is another theory is that at the time Nabisco had other cookies that were named after. um, Let's see, there like like Oreo has a laurel wreath. That's actually oh yeah the the, logo the the logo of it, and they had other. Names similar like the Lotus and the Helicon. So it's possible that it comes from like this Latin family of laurel it's flowers. very erudite. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. Was this, did the Oreo come about, I don't know if you know this, after the Keebler elves, because that's Nabisco too, right? It is. And they have the Keebler elves sandwiches. So do you know, like, oh, was there any connection there? Or was it the success out of Oreo that came the Keeper Elves and their sandwiches? Um, I don't like those elves. They by were the way. definitely not. <laughs> they didn't. They weren't marketed together at this at at the in the beginning. Um, Keebler himself uh, was before Oreo. I don't think I even knew it was a dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a dude. Dude created <laughs> yes, the bakery in Philly. Um, in the but but yeah, he came he came after Oreo. The oh, okay. He came after Oreo. Okay, so they were, yeah, so Oreo already beat them to the punch. Whereas mm-hmm. Hydrox mm-hmm. was even earlier than that. Are there a ton of? I'm trying to think if there's like other like companies that make Oreo style cookies that are successful. I mean, obviously, like the sandwich cookie is kind of a thing. But are there like other big name rivals that Nabisco's like? Oh, they're trying to be Oreos. No, I think they know that they're on top. I think they know <laughs> that, like, in terms of sandwich cookies, they're the most popular. They're the most well-recognized. They have the most market share. Um, I think, if anything, they're competing with their own other, like, Nabisco's other cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're owned by Mandela's now, and so they're just, like, this huge company that produces so many different types of cookies. Um, I don't think that, like, when I think of the food landscape, I think of... Like ind- independent bakers that are trying to make things that are as addicting or as nostalgia-inducing. Mm. So, like, I think of like whoopie pie sandwiches as being really good and, and like that, but they're nothing like the Oreo cookie. Right. It's so bizarre and mm. and simple. Do, has the is the uh, are the ingredients like a secret? I mean, no, they're on the back of the package. But oh how, yeah. But how they put them together is certainly a secret. Right. There's a new book out from um, a pastry chef Stella Parks called Brave Tart. She wrote a book last year, and she has a recipe for her version of the Oreo cookie in there. And uh, the filling has melted butter instead of the hydro hydrogenated oil, mm. um, and it's much better and it's 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 tastier. But yeah, you you can't get that exact flavor at home like you can't get the textures the same they're using these industrial mixers they're using different kinds of baking equipment like it's all very different this is a dumb question but can you patent like the creation like a recipe so that's an interesting that is an interesting question um 
just like yeah, like nobody can reproduce Coca Cola. Sure. Um, they Is that because keep... people know the ingredients, but if someone did, you they could be sued. Yes, and but there are diff- but there that's considered a trademark. Okay. Mm. And inter like recipes as intellectual property doesn't hold up in court. Sure. Um, in the same way that a trademark would. They do keep Coke's ingredients secret, just like they apparently do for KFC's, you know, spices hmm. and um, a lot of salt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Oreo's methods are are definitely kept a secret. But I think mainly it's like once you become this big and you become this well known, like who's going to try to rip you off? Right, and it's also like who could logistically like pull off the production of this many cookies, even if you knew yeah. exactly what you were doing. Exactly. Yeah, of the uh, weird. Um, Variant flavors. Do you have a preferred one? No, I like the I like the classic. Yeah, but like gun to your head. If the if the classic is gone, this is a Twilight Zone episode. The classic is gone. You wake up one day, there is just the weird Oreo cookie left. I, the mint is that a cop out? Yeah, no, I, like, I, I like the mint. Yeah, well, come on. I know I'm no fun. I'm no fun. <laughs> I would go. I'm mint on the too. wrong podcast. I like mint. So what I'll say though is, in 2016, they came up with Oreo candy bars. Um, And I actually really liked them. They're like this chocolate-covered candy bar, and the filling is like Oreo cream. You you would hate it. It's (laughs) chocolate-covered candy bar, and the filling is this Oreo cream with chunks of the cookie in it. And the cookie chunks stay crispy. And so it tastes kind of like a cookies and cream candy bar. Sure. Um, But it's like I know Hershey's had one of those, but it's better in my opinion because Like Oreo is the original cookies and cream. Yeah, that does sound interesting, but it does sound like the ratio of cream to cookie. Way more cream. Yeah. (laughs) You got to like the cream. Okay, wait. So you, as you just said, like Russ probably wouldn't like that because you probably couldn't eat that. Sure. But a thing I just remembered about Oreos, aren't they vegan? Yes. Russ? They are not. Yeah, like they. Oh, so I, I, I was eat. like, I was super. Like, I was like, what about that? Is like lactose intolerant? Uh, why do I get sick then? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's psychosomatic. <laughs> I thought you were saying because you wanted to dip them in milk. Oh no, because everyone has them with milk. That's true. Yeah, my wife does that frequently right in front of me. It's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, I guess I could eat them. Yeah. I don't know. They because the cream not, they is never lard. Had, they no never butter. had dairy. No, they There's had no lard. they had lard before. Oh, they they've, did. They've switched out of lard. Okay, vegan. I know the Thin Mints are vegan as well. I can have those. There you go. Man, this is opening up all sorts of cookie doors for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have they like talked about the future of Oreo cookie at all? I mean, so a fun fact is that. Eater has had a really good relationship with Oreo for a long time. Sure. They like our coverage, even though, honestly, we do make fun of them a lot because, I mean, (laughs) Swedish fish Oreos. Right. It's Um, ridiculous. But but... you can't, like, (laughs) knock them, right? You're not going to, like, pan Oreo as an organization or Nabisco. No. Because they make this great cookie. Who who can hate them? Exactly. For a while, they whenever they would introduce a new flavor to us or like a really big new thing. So when they had Oreo Thins, mm. I remember they came to. I don't know that. No, yeah, there's... Oreo Thins. You, you might would... like it. Oh, oh, less cream. Them. It's less cream, but it's also less cookie. Okay, mm. but it's more cookie than cream. I don't know you think about the that. Ratios? I, think, I, I feel think... like it's a good ratio. Like I like the ratio. What we want. Is it like half of the size of the cookie? I can show you a picture. It's. I think it's less than half. It's. It's a very thin wafer. Okay. And then very thin layer of cream. Interesting. So and 
Yeah. And so when they introduced that product a couple of years ago, they came to Eater's offices. They asked us to reserve a private room. <gasps> the room had a window. They covered the window. <laughs> Good work. They Mark. brought a box that was totally sealed, didn't have any marketing on it at yeah. all. They opened the box in front of us. The box contained all of the new cookies, plus like little jugs of milk that were <gasps> personalized for us oh, and like oh, all of this stuff. God. And they were like, this is under embargo, which, you know, happens a lot yeah, for all of us. Sure. Yeah. But we, but they specifically said, we don't want it, want you to share it with your colleagues at The Verge. <gasps> Whoa. Knows about this, so that's what I'm saying. That's but great. they were very much like, we trust Eater to keep this a secret, and we want Eater to reveal the news to your fans. Oh, <laughs> wow! And I remember going home that day and being like, "Friends, just so you know, like I'm on Oreo's list of like really important journalists." Wow! <laughs> so that was so that was the world exclusive of Thins that yeah. you guys had. Yeah. How, how did that do? That did pretty well. I think a lot of people hated it because they were like, why is Oreo trying to market a diet cookie? And the whole time they were in our office, they were like, this is not a diet cookie. We don't say anywhere that it's a calorie thing. But they, Thins does imply right. diet. They What they were going for, and if you look at the packaging, it's, it's yeah, it because Oreo comes across mostly as fun. Like sure. it's this cookie that's like splashing in this pool of milk is like the logo right That's why now. we're here today. Yeah. And, <laughs> but like the Oreo thins are more, they're, they're meant to be elegant. Like they're, they were marketing it as like, have this with your espresso Oh, drink. like a tea Yeah. Cookie. Yeah. Like, like point your pinky finger up <laughs> and have this Oreo thin. <gasps> but yeah, people didn't really buy it. And, and do you, you're into them or taste wise? Yeah. I mean, I was fine with it. Again, still go for the classic. Yeah, they just sure. can't beat it. Yeah. That's interesting that they're willing to like mess with it that much. Oh, they mess with it so much. But I guess yeah, everyone does. Coca Cola certainly has That's over true. the years. Mm. Not to mention Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> but, and you guys remember when um, Oreo partnered with Android to launch that like the Oreo oh, yeah. the Android like the that first is sponsored operating, operating oh. system. First sponsored operating system. Oh. Also, this year um, Oreo launched. I know we're on Polygon's podcast, so I want had to say like Oreo launched an AR game. They have like hmm. this new game where you can, you know, you go around and just like um, the. <laughs> Why am I blanking on the guy's name? The what are those characters? Mario. No, the other guys. Like two summers ago, everybody... Pokemon. Yes, oh, just like Pokemon. Pokemon, you go around and try to find the Oreo cookies. Oh, <gasps> I'm gonna guess that didn't do great. It's doing well. <laughs> People it? are downloading it. It's doing well. Oh. Why would you it's like try to find old. virtual cookies? Would there be like a coupon at the end or something? Not that I know of, oh, but they should have done that. Honestly, I yeah. wanted to lead up to a real cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I love cookies so much. When I was a kid. All I would eat. We so you said you can only eat one, right? I, I have had entire meals that are just a whole packet. I mean, when I was a kid, sure, I ate a ton of cookies. I, but these still, days, still, kid at heart, Allegra Frank. Kid at heart, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to just eat a whole package of those. They're so good. But I actually like the weird flavors. Oh, do you? Which which is your favorite or that you've had? I can't. Can I choose one? I don't even know. <laughs> Have or, you tried the Swedish fish one? Mm-hmm. They're bad. Yeah, that seems <laughs> They are bad. The fruity pebbles Ugh. one or whatever. Yeah, that was the secret one they tried to get to get yeah, them to guess. Yeah, that one's awful. Mm. Um, I love. I like the s'mores one. Oh yeah, that seems. Okay. Yeah, I like. There's a Nutella one I mm -hmm. just tried recently. That's good. Pumpkin spice. Uh, no. Wait, you like the pumpkin spice? I like Gross. that one a lot. I ordered it off Amazon one time because it was like limited edition and it was like March and I wanted them. <laughs> um, man, what else? There's so many good ones. There's like a. 
feel like there's a graham cracker or like no a cinnamon roll one that I like. The red velvet one's okay. I seriously have had. You've everything. tried everyone. What Every about the? One. There was a blueberry cheesecake one. Uh, yeah. So I like. Yeah, that one was super weird, and I loved the New York Times a year or two ago did a tasting. And the writer, Tejo Rao, she said um, that that blueberry one tasted like the blueberry muffins you find in bodegas that are wrapped in plastic oh. and marked down because they're a day old. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is the best description. I am oh way too God. familiar with that <laughs> muffin situation. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's horrifying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll turn around. on. Now that I remember that they're vegan, maybe I'll turn around on Oreos because I do conceptually like them. But the thins, I think I'm going to have to try the thins because yeah. that seems like the best solve for me. Those are really good. But uh, cookies overall, yeah, I've kind of moved away because I just don't know what's safe anymore. <laughs> do you have someone on staff that's lactose intolerant that could speak to that plight? Oh, we do. We have a couple of people that are lactose intolerant. Because um, I'm colorblind and I bring that X I think factor that to Mac, Polygon. Yeah, I think Matt Buchanan <laughs> is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely can... <laughs> I know that he takes lactate because he likes he likes dairy. Anyway. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I do too. But, but you have to have the foresight to. Like, I need yeah. to be careful, and it's not fun being yeah. careful with food. You should be able to roll down the street and just eat whatever you want. It's a blast. I fully agree with you. Can I share my least favorite Oreo moment of my entire life? Absolutely. Uh, the Feast of San Gennaro. This is about 2004. Is known for a variety of foods. Uh, it happens in Little Italy in New York City. And there's like street carts and you can get like all sorts of fried stuff, including fried Oreos. Mm. Very common there. Did I say Feast of Gennaro? No, I think that's you what did. it's called. Um, I had my first and last fried Oreo there. <laughs> uh, I had one at about three o'clock. My office was down there at the time and uh, literally had to go home sick. <laughs> it was a devastating moment. <laughs> Six months later, I found out that I was lactose intolerant, and that might have still been like lard territory oh. or something. But I think it was a combination of horribly fried from a truck with no standards whatsoever uh, and eating something that I'd never experienced. Yeah, and, and I mean, with the fried food like that, you don't know what else they're frying in that same fryer oil. You don't think it's the best oil? that they, You don't think they're going <laughs> to uh, Italy and getting just primo <laughs> $150 olive oil off the Importing the oil from yeah, Italy. Yeah, I'm not going to bet on that, no. Um, okay, speaking of fried Oreos, though, well, one, I had one once, and it was very good. It was tasty when I ate it. Yeah. It just made me very sick. I didn't feel good afterwards. <laughs> right. But, like, was that a Nabisco thing at all? Like, where did that come from? I'm sure it was, like, state fairs or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a state fair thing. State fair stuff just happens. They don't have to ask the official makers of these foods like mm -hmm. the deep fried butterfinger deep fried butter all of that Ooh. stuff just like can, uh, can humans eat that yeah and enjoy it i don't i, I have, have not tried it? i have not had deep fried butter i've wanted to because people just say it tastes like kind of like a donut oh really yeah like so the butter not, like solidifies it's not like as mushy. no the butter like melts out oh yeah, and, like, that makes sense yeah and sort of yeah you get you, get, you end up with like very buttery breading I oh, okay I feel like that's not deep fried butter, butter at that point. It's more the fried aspect, and the yeah. butter's not long gone. But okay, but you're, you're still eating a stick of butter. <laughs> yeah, well, but you're not because the butter melted already. It, uh, the butter, it's it a melted. volume of a stick of butter. <laughs> yes, that's true. The ingredients of the butter <laughs> are there. But when I hear deep fried, I always picture the thing that you're frying is in, in there somewhere, mm -hmm. like in the crust. I mean, I think it's still gooey. 
maybe on the inside, oh, but it's that's like gross, from pictures. Like, no, gooey is good, but from pictures, I, I, it, it's not like you bite into it and you see the salad block of butter. Like, oh, no, yeah, that's my heart. Sorry. Excuse me. Go ahead, Oregon. I'm the Oreo fan here. Um, <laughs> Turn around. Is there like some like really absurd use of the Oreo that you've seen or read about? Like, an Oreo salad, like something oh. really gross and weird like that. Like what's the weirdest way to use an Oreo or eat an Oreo? I think in the 1950s, um, people were crushing them up and putting them into Jello salads. Oh. It's like really weird. Like Jello salads are such a catch-all for It's weird to begin whatever. with. Whatever. Like yeah. it's just this weird floating mass of why? <laughs> like who liked that? On the other hand, I think Oreos in things like ice cream totally. or cheesecake actually work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Add oh. some texture, adds a different flavor to it. That mm. makes perfect sense. Jello, no. No. Those are like opposite textures. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Not great. Uh speaking of like in ice cream, my colleague Ryan Sutton and I did a taste test of all of the fast food desserts available nationwide. Ooh. Which was very intense and and would have made you sick. It made me Absolutely. sick. It made both of us sick. Um, but one of the things we did was we tried every single Oreo, like rendition of ice cream with Oreo in it thing. Like a blizzard. Like a blizzard, like mm-hmm. a hurricane, like mm-hmm. a McFlurry, like um, a Sunday, all of that stuff. And do they all use Oreo? Um, some of them, if if they say they do, sure. then they are. I think otherwise they're using crushed up. Yeah. You know, fake oh, Oreos. Cheap Hydrox. <laughs> <laughs> Hydrox McFlurry. <laughs> um, and yeah, some are better than others. What was the sure. winner for you? So that story doesn't come out for another couple oh, weeks, I don't so wanna... I can't reveal it. <gasps> oh. When does it come um, out? I can tell you when this podcast comes out. <laughs> no, it, I don't want to ask you. I'd no, be it comes, afraid of comes out the, the first week of March, but I will say the worst one was the McFlurry. Really? Yes, <gasps> the McFlurry with Oreo in it is terrible. It tastes like solidified hydrogenated oil that has, <gasps> that has been mixed with powdered sugar and then they put like chocolate wafer did you try more it. than one maybe you just got a bad one no we tried it twice yeah okay. different locations awful McDonald's. awful oh both times. god one of my favorite things about food writers is how they describe food like that was a beautiful very, very evocative <laughs> yeah. description and i want to go throw up now <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, sort of in that same token, uh, you were talking earlier about uh, people making their own at home and, and various, like, like indie bakeries, stuff like that. Um, have you had, like, an incredibly good, like, off Oreo, like a like a handmade variant of Oreo that you thought was amazing? Yeah, Bouchon Bakery, which has a, a few locations in New York and also in uh, Vegas and Yountville, California, and a few, probably other places. Um they make an Oreo that I think they call like a TKO, which I think stands for Thomas Keller Oreo, mm. quote unquote. And um, it's big. It's like the size of your palm. Hmm. And the cookies are flat. They are not indented in any way. They don't have a pattern. And there's kind of a lot of filling. And the filling is piped in these like tight little rounds. Um, and it's good. And it reminds you of an Oreo, but it's nothing like an Oreo. It's giant. <laughs> it's That's very, like very large. It's very wow. large. And is the thickness of the cream consistent? The thickness of the cream is consistent. It's thicker. It's more cream than like, like the ratio of cookie to cream in that one is there's more cream to cookie than there is in the Oreo. Yeah. Wow. But it's pretty. Yeah, it seems <laughs> pretty. Nice. And like, I, I've never seen a kid do this, but I can imagine like a kid opening it. And it's like the size of their face. 
<laughs> it seems like um, they have a missed opportunity, though, because I feel like ice cream Oreos, specifically, like, I'm picturing, like, a flying saucer, mm -hmm. which, for people that haven't been to Carvel, which I think is a regional thing, right? The Carvels aren't nationwide. Um, are they now? They might be I think now. they are now, yeah. But, yeah, it's essentially two cookie, two chocolate wafer cookies with ice cream in the center. But there's never been, like, the official Oreo version of that, and mm -hmm. it seems like a perfect fit. Yeah, I should ask Oreo people what happened. Like, right. Why didn't they go into ice cream? Drop the ball. Novelties. Yeah, like an Oreo ice cream sandwich. Before jumping to Swedish fish, yeah. maybe pick vanilla ice cream. Just a thought. <laughs> Nabisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, are there any other thrilling Oreo facts that you can provide? It's okay if you don't. But I mean. Honestly, we've covered so much Oreo base I'm at this point. I'm just so hungry now. I think there was one thing that it was like not a great pop culture moment, though. But remember in 2009 when Rush Limbaugh called Obama an Oreo? <gasps> no, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classy guy, that Rush Limbaugh. I mean, because, yeah, like, you know. White middle-aged men are yeah, experts on keeping it classy. Um, no, I mean nothing. Nothing great. I think that um, as a as a thing, I think it's hard for people. I think it's hard for like like the Oreo cookie is kind of like the birthday song where you weren't able to sing Happy Birthday because of some weird trademark until recently, and now um, and like yeah, and like you can't like they couldn't eat Oreo on screen unless they paid Oreo sure. a bunch of money, and so. Um, you don't see it in movies very. But often. couldn't you just eat a like an off-brand whatever? Eat Hydrox. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Hydrox. No, unless you zoom in on the logo, you probably could. But have do we remember any instances? In no, I was pop thinking culture? about it. Like, uh, I, well, I what jumped think... to mind was that milk commercial with Aaron Burr, where he's eat. Is that peanut butter? Or is that a cookie? Aaron Burr. Yeah, <laughs> you know the uh, Got Milk commercial where he's like the expert on Aaron Burr trivia oh. and he calls in the radio station and he takes like a big bite of cookie and he has the milk next to him and he runs out of milk and he can't answer I the question. It's a chocolate chip cookie, but I can't. It might be a chocolate chip cookie yeah. or peanut butter. Anyway, peanut butter that's what milk. I was thinking like they're like that equivalent, but for an Oreo, because it is so iconic. It really is. It's America it in is. cookie form, <laughs> but I can't think of like the ET equivalent, like no. of Reese's Pieces being an ET. No, I can't think of any. Poor Oreo. Someday, Oreo, you'll make it. It's only been 90 years that you've been around, but keep at it. Yeah. I think they just want people to pay them the big bucks. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Daniela, thank you so much for joining us. Man, thanks for having me on. It was great. This was a lot of fun. Um, and we already have a good plug. Um, what, what's the name of the story so people can find it, the uh, the upcoming review of all the fast food? Yeah, it's it's just going to be a review of America's fast food desserts. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be a top 10 and a bottom 10. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm very excited about that list. Me too. I mean, too long to read. Don't get Burger King. Don't get desserts at Burger King. Or really anything. Let's be honest. Oh, got them. Those fries are terrible. We're not sponsored by them. Okay. Well, thank you, Danielle. I really appreciate it. Thanks again. Uh, thank you, Allegra, as Thanks. always. Uh, and thank you to you at home uh, for listening to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. Uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and review us and share the word. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.